shout out loud and clear. Say, make haste to help us. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Lord, make haste. Lord, make haste. Shapali Musutikada. Lord, make haste. Lord, in that career, Lord, in that business, Lord, in that marriage, Lord, in that finance, Lord, make haste. Lord, make haste. Almighty God, please make haste. Lord, we need help. Can you shout the loud and clear song? I need help. Lord, I need help. I need help. I need help. I need help. Almighty God, I need help. Lord, make haste. Rally Kapusu Tikada. Lord, make haste. Almighty God, please make haste. Thank you, Almighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen means so shall it be. Can you say louder? Amen. Can heaven hear your amen? amen. Stretch forth your two hands to the Almighty God and say, Father, say better, say, Father, I know you are here. Everything that I've lost at the beginning of this year by your power, please talk, children. Say, by your power, by your mercy. I recover all. Open your mouth and pray that prayer with all your heart. Lord, I recover all. Lord, I recover all by your power. Lord, I recover all. I recover all. Lord Jesus, I recover all. I recover all. I recover all. Masuti kadaleke boshi kadaya. Lord, I recover all. Lord Jesus, I recover all. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Can you stretch forth your two hands as I pronounce blessings upon you? The power of God is in this place. If your human can carry it under God, the Lord will send help to you. I stand as the oracle of God by the anointing of God upon my life. If 21 people believe the word of God in seven days, oh yeah, end time to help. Yeah. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by the anointing upon this commission, the redeemed Christian church of God, wherever you are located, if your email can be better, walk into high favor. Yeah. Now, under God, under God, in January, I mean, in November and December, Everything you have lost, every opportunity that has passed you by, I come today to pronounce blessing upon you. If you can carry November, December, let there be high favor. November, December, let there be high favor. Ah, November, December, let there be high favor. In the name of Jesus. When I came, when I entered into this sanctuary, I had restoration of flavor. And I was asking the Holy Spirit restoration of flavor. Can I pray for every one of you? The redeemed Christian church of God treasure you. Masuti Kada under God, your flavor shall be restored. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will make you a giant in the city. In the name of Jesus. Can you help me to celebrate the Almighty God wherever you are? Help me to celebrate God. And then please give your neighbor a high five. Say good morning. Say the Lord is working upon your life. And then you may please take your seat. I'd like to sincerely appreciate God for this honor and the privilege to stand before you. 
Ah, I'm standing before you this day by the mercy of God. <laughs> and I want to sincerely appreciate my friend. Uh, Pastor Joseph Onosolis is not just... Eh? <laughs> the Lord will have mercy on me. Pastor Apologio. Mm, I know. <laughs> it's not just a friend, it's a family. Um, before the inception of the youth churches, I mean the Redeemed Christian Church of God, we have been together. So he has a source, not just one of those pastors that has no beginning, and we don't even know how it's going to end. But I can tell you, he has a source, and I've come here to fellowship with him as a family. And I also came with other family members. Uh, that is Kwelumi Yedoton, sir. Can you greet the people, other family members? We have Baba Wandi Olaolu, greet the family members. And this is Adaralegbe Olua Sheyi. Glory be to God. So we are looking at fruitfulness. I want to sincerely thank the leadership of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Treasure Hills. Thank you so much for the great work that you are doing. Please help me to celebrate the, uh, the choir. I'm sure we can do better, these guys. Uh, I have, to, I have to go back to 180 degrees and report that. I saw something unique. Uh, you guys are unique. Please celebrate them once again. I'd like to celebrate all the instrumentalists. You guys are fantastic. Please celebrate. If they don't celebrate you, celebrate God. The guys in the media, we love you so much. And then please help me to celebrate our pastor, Pastor Joseph, anywhere you are. Uh-uh. We're in a generation where they don't celebrate pastor. Please, don't belong to that generation. Okay, these people, they are sacrificing a lot in secret place. And God has been using them for us, including myself. Please help me to celebrate him. Uh, thank you so much, sir, for the great job that you are doing. I'm so happy to see you once again. So let's go straight to the word of God. And I want to also celebrate my pastor, Pastor Demola. Ah, I greet you, sir. <laughs> John chapter 15. From verse 1, John chapter 15, beginning from verse 1, Jesus speaking. He said, I am the true vine. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Jesus speaking. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, it takes away. And every branch, that bears fruit, it purges it, that it may bring forth much fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I spoken unto you. Abide in me, uncle. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me, in Christ. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that bites in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, <laughs> you can do nothing. Verse 6, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. I may gather them and cast them into fire. And what happened to them? They are burned. If you abide in me and you allow my words to abide in you, then ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. 
Verse 8, the last. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word. Our God is an intentional God. And is very much intentional about fruitfulness. Particularly, God is intentional about fruitfulness. He hates barrenness. Barrenness of any kind. Barrenness of idea. Barrenness of knowledge. Barrenness. He hates barrenness. So much that in Exodus chapter 23, Exodus chapter 23, and then from verse 28, Exodus chapter 23, 28, 26, he said, there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land. Can I prophesy to somebody under this anointing service, I decree over your life, you shall not be barren. Yeah. If your image can be better, every element of barrenness is hereby terminated. Yeah. Say, none shall be barren in the land. And the number of thy days I will fulfill. So somebody here, you will not die young. So God ate barrenness. God ate stagnation. Or what we can call lack of progress. He hates any man being stagnated. On the same spot. Not making progress. Spiritually has been on the same spot for a very long time. Eh? He didn't pass. He didn't fail. He just remained. Spiritually, he has been on the same spot. Real life has not been growing. Study life has not been growing. Even in church, it's full of distraction. So God hates stagnation, or what we can call barrenness. Also, God hates complacency. Complacency in what sense? When you begin to look at yourself, where what will be, will be. Tell your neighbor, what will be, will not be. Ah, you use that to console yourself. Oh, what will be, will be, Joel, let me just live my life. The life of complacency. The life that where? Uh, let, me just, let, me just, let me just sleep and wake up, whatever comes, let it come. If the job comes, it come, it doesn't come, let me just live my life. God hates such. Because the Bible tells us that in Romans chapter 8, verse 19, Romans chapter 8, verse 19, Romans chapter 8, verse 19 tells us that the earnest expectations of the creature is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Your generation is waiting for your manifestation. Your generation is waiting for you to shine brighter. Your generation is groaning, traveling. When is Lukman going to manifest? When is Tolu going to manifest? Where is Nicholas going to shine the light? Your generation is waiting. And for the Lord, we are living in a generation that is confused. A lot of people are confused. They don't even know they are right from left. If this is the way the wave is going, everybody will move to their heads. And then if it's another way, everybody move. So God is actually waiting for you. You cannot afford to be complacent. So God, very intentional about fruitfulness. He hates barrenness. Of any kind, 
Yes, stagnation or what we can call lack of progress. Can I pray for somebody here? If you have been stagnated, I come by the power of the Holy Spirit. The stagnation is broken. You lay your hands upon your head and say, Father, the stagnation is hereby broken. In the name of Jesus. So God also hates complacency. You are not hungry for anything. You are not yearning to become better. You just remain. Just believe that way. Let me sleep and wake up. And then let me go to work. Even some, because they have job, they are even complacent in that place of work. They believe that well. It's enough for me to work 30 days and then I get my salary. You are much more than that. You are bigger than that. There is a giant in you that is waiting to explode. And I pray that you will not miss that part. Now, God expects fruitfulness in various dimensions of our lives. Number one, he expects fruitfulness in your career. The reason why he has permitted you to have that job is so that you can be fruitful. He expects fruitfulness in your career. Your lifestyle on that job should be fruitful. You must not be such head of departments that when your subordinate sees you, they run away. That madam has come. Your conduct, your behavior must be a fruit. How can you explain it? Eh? I know that in that particular unit, they know you very well. You are so popular. But something is lacking. The way you talk, you just open your mouth and then you are so blunt and people just talk and then people, ah, 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 what's wrong with this guy? He just talk anyhow. Tell your neighbor, God expects fruitfulness in your career. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to move up the ladder. He wants you to get more certification. He wants you to write more exams. Is there anybody writing any exam here? If you are writing any exam, lift up your hand to the Almighty God. I decree, let there be success. Yeah. If they don't say amen for you, come and say that amen very well. Let there be success. Yeah. After this meeting, you'll be the best in the name of Jesus. Yeah. God expects fruitfulness because he wants you to take position. Who says you can't become the CEO of that organization? Who says you cannot become a member of the board of that company? Or oh, you can't become the board? Eh? You can be a board member. Be a board me- How many more desire to be a board member? I have a board member in the house. I want to be a board member. May the Lord lift you up. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Those are positions where you influence decisions for Christ. Those are the positions where you can talk and they will listen. Those are the positions where you can do certain things for the sake of the kingdom. Yeah, so God expects you to be fruitful in your career. Also, in business. Oh my God. In business that you do, God expects you to be fruitful. Your business must not promote shame or evil. The packaging of your business must not advance the kingdom of hell. In the name of, I want to make money. Don't package your business on Instagram with the intention to promote the agenda of Satan. Your business must be packaged to advance the kingdom. Am I talking to someone? Stop promoting evil. Only the name I want to cash out. God is counting on you. You can't do business like every other person. You can't do business like every other person on the street. No. You are different. 
I said, well, there's no way it's written that you must not smoke. And then you put smoking on your Instagram. You are ashamed to the kingdom. You are ashamed to the kingdom. You are ashamed to the kingdom. You are just marking register in church. Your business must advance God, the kingdom of God. Should be inspired, should be an inspiration to the people. Nobody should be able to point and say, ah, I saw that sister in church. Look at her Insta, look at her blog. I would rather stay at home than for me to join them. I won't go to church. Because of you, you have just made somebody to miss road. And you think you will enter heaven? Business? Check your business. You want you to be fruitful. You want your business to promote God, to promote giving, to promote love, to, to spend. Look at people, motherless home, and then do things that God will be happy about, including your ministry. God expects you to be fruitful in ministry. You have the ministry of singing. You have the ministry of playing instruments. God expects you to be fruitful in ministry. Your ministry must not go down. Your ministry must not be packaged with pride or arrogance. That you have little anointing, nobody can correct you again. Because you have little anointing, nobody can talk to you again. Because you have little anointing, nobody can address you again. You are so full of yourself. It's an evil character. Uncle, just because... Now that you are working and then some money are coming in and then you have some nice shirts, nice shoe and then so nobody can actually speak into your life. You are not accountable. The Bible says pride goes before it fall. So even in ministry, God expects you to humble yourself if you want to go far. God receives the proud, but he gives more grace. To who? To the humble. Say loud and clear. To who? To the humble. So he expects your ministry to also be fruitful. Your ministry should affect lives. And I want to thank God for what you guys are doing. Not because pastor is here. Let's celebrate treasure here. The impact you are making. Another aspect God expects fruitfulness is the area of marriage. So it's not all about church. It's not about the attendance in church. God expects you to be fruitful in marriage. Your marriage must be fruitful. Don't abuse your relationship. Don't turn down godly relationship. Don't say because the guy used to see me in church, he said, I've been wearing only one trouser. I don't think he can go for me. Don't turn down godly relationship. The brothers be paying attention to you for every week, every month, and then you are not paying attention. Something is wrong. You are not fruitful. You are not fruitful in that direction. And you want to sing until Jesus comes? God expects fruitfulness in your relationship. And then the brother God has been speaking to you on quit. It's high time to pray and pray through. And then God has been giving you inspiration. This is the sister in the choir. She sings. And you are arguing with God. You are arguing. You are saying the other sister. Ah. She lacks something. Who said you didn't lack? You lack plenty things. <laughs> Even you. You lack plenty things. If God should enumerate what you lack, eh? only God can help your life. He expects you to be fruitful in your relationship. And also in friendship. Show me your friend and I will tell you who you are. 
Any friend that is not adding value to you, come on, cut it off. Any friend that is not leading you to the place of greatness, come on, cut it off. Friendship is not by eh? uncle. It's not by what? It's not by force. If all that you are doing because I'm your friend is to take away from me, you are not adding value to my life. You are not encouraging me. You are not there for me. When I'm going through tough time, you are not there to encourage me. Oh, my God. Come on. Yeah. Expect your friendship to be fruitful. Come on, tap your next person to you. Say, are you my friend? Please say loud and clear. Ask him or her very well. Say, are you my friend? Did you hear that message of the Lord? You must be fruitful. You must add value to me. You're not saying that very well. Tell that to your neighbor. You must add value to me if you are indeed my friend. How can we become more fruitful? Very quickly, how can we be more, more fruitful? Number one, you need to pay attention to the source. 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 Jesus said, in that same John chapter 15, and then verse 5, he said, for without me, you can do nothing. And I'm glad to let you know, every one of you, my people, without Jesus, you can't do anything. Without Jesus, your effort will be fruitless. So it takes the help of the Holy Spirit. It takes the help of Jesus to advance the course of your life, to help you to be fruitful. And I love the way Paul put it in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, Paul was saying that it is by the grace of God that we are saved. In grace. He said, not of works, lest any man should boast. I have a congregation of one million. Glory be to your That's your own life. I have for 50,000. Glory be to God. What is important is that the grace is poor upon whatever you are doing. Come on, say it's all about grace. Say loud and clear. Say it's all about grace. Say not of us. Lest any man should boast. It is by the grace of God. It's by the grace of God. Raise up your right hand to God. Say, Lord, it's all about your grace. Amazing grace. How sweet that. Can somebody help me to stay on the keyboard, please? And I say, I wretch like me. Oh, like me. Oh, Lord. I was lost. But now, but now, I'm found. Was blind. But now, but now, I see. Pay attention to the source. Any water that forgets its source, it's a matter of time. You might see, we see all the gymnasium on the pulpit, on the altar, or even making money, thinking that all is going well. But he has been cut off. In the process of time, begin to dry up. Pay attention to your source. It's not a religious talk. Go back to Jesus. Spend time with him. No, I'm not talking about coming to church. It's not limited to that. To perform all the... Go back. The source is Jesus. He said, without me, you can do nothing. You want to take decision about your business, about your marriage, about your career, about your future? Go back to the source. It will lead you. It will guide you. How do I become fruitful? Number two, 
Live life intentionally. Live your life intentionally. And when we talk about intentional life, live your life to glorify God. Live your daily life to please Him and Him alone. In Revelations, Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Say that what the O Lord, Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. He said that what the O Lord to receive what? Glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things for thy pleasure. They are our, our created. You are created to give God pleasure. Not to make God sad. That's the purpose of your creation. To give him pleasure. To make him happy. Why are you making God sad? God unhappy. The essence of our creation is to give him pleasure. Make God happy. You are living your life daily. You are not pleasing any man. God is pleased with you. And everyone can look at you and they can smile. That's my son. That's my daughter. That's my servant. That's the essence of your creation. It's not because you want to show off or you want to please anybody or you want to... No. It's to give him pleasure. Number four, number three, stop postponing greatness. Now God is an amazing God. Every bit of your life, every step you take, they move you closer to greatness. So whenever you procrastinate, you are postponing your greatness. So whatever you need to do, at a particular point in time, come on, go ahead and do it. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Remember, in January year 2023, there are some I will that you have. I will do this. I will do that. I will. And this is November. How many I will has become a reality? Have you not planning to postpone them to year 2024? How many of you had a plan at the beginning of this year that I will, I will? Please be sincere. This is a family church. Oh, man. I like your sincerity. If you have done, if you have, done, if that I will has become a reality, wave your hands. One, one. If has, <laughs> if it hasn't been, raise up your hand. I love you. I love you. Come on, give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> I will, I will. Come on, go ahead and do it. Year twenty twenty four is coming. You need to go for that exam, you need to get that form, you need to call that person, you need to go and volunteer, you need to learn, you need to get a mentor, you need to, come on, go ahead, and do it. And God will bless you. Amen. Number four, how to become fruitful, you must witness. Witness, witness. And in witnessing, in witnessing is to stand for what he stands for. Stand for what he stands for. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. He said, because thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Ah. Say, therefore God, even thy God hath anointed you with the oil of gladness. Above what? Above thy fellow. Because you love righteousness and eat iniquity. Tell your neighbor, love righteousness. 
Please, these are not normal messages in church. Tell him or her, love righteousness. Hate iniquity. That is where your success lies. That is where your fruitfulness lies. Because you have loved righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore, the Lord thy God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellow. In witnessing, testify of his power. Tell the world. Our generation is questioning the efficacy of his power. Anytime you post miracle, even though there are fake miracles, whether fake or genuine, you will see the people of the world. If you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you see all sort of things. People say, ah, no arrangements. I, I like the setting. Look at the way the pastor do it. Ha! Ah. So, as Christians, we need to testify of his power. How many of you have experienced the power of God in your situation? Can God hide? Let me hear you. Hallelujah. I mean, you have really, really experienced the power of God in your situation. Go ahead and testify. Tell the world that my God is alive. My God is alive. My God is alive. My God is alive. Don't hide it. Don't pretend. I don't say it. How eh? I love and then from verse 11, it was packaged in 1 Chronicles chapter 29. 1 Chronicles chapter 29. And then from verse 11. 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11. And we turn of his power. He said, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness. Can we read it together, church? Loud and clear. Shall we go? Thine, O Lord, is the greatness. Sabera. And the power. And the glory. And the victory. And the majesty. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Verse 12. Both riches and honor. What? Riches and what? And honor. Uncle? All that you are laboring for. All that you are trying very hard to get. Tell the world that both riches and honor, they come from him. And he raised over them all. You see, thy hand, in thy hand is power and might. And in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Your success depends on him. Tell the world, testify. Testify. Tell your friends, your carcass at the club. Eh? At the club. Let me say that again. At where? At the club. How you pretending as if I don't know what I'm saying? You don't know what I'm talking about. Let them know that you are the light. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Why are you, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding your light? You don't want them to know. So that they don't look as a religious person. You're not religious. Christians are lively people. I'm a Christian by the grace of God. And I have, by the grace of God, I have so many clients. Yes. Yes. Just last week, my company was given the best quality management system consulting firm in Nigeria. Now, now, anytime I go to some of these clients, some of them will look at me 
are you a pastor? I said, sir, did I introduce myself as a pastor to you, sir? I didn't introduce myself as a Ah, something tells me. Tosin, you're a pastor. I said, it's not an argument, sir. I'm just a child of God. <laughs> I don't bring title from heaven. Or you bring title from heaven. They must see the light. In that organization where you are, shine the light. Stop pretending that is the only message you take out of this place. Our world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And you are the one that will shine the light. Why are you covering the glory? Why are you covering the glory? He said, though the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. He said, but the Lord will arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon your life. Of course, you may want to ask. Also be his ambassador. Be his ambassador. As I begin to close, be his ambassador. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. It says, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. He that does what? That winner's soul. Is what? Is wise. Go and win souls. Auntie, go and win souls. You don't need to tell them. You don't need to open John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the word that I gave you. He won't be listening to you. You don't have to go and they bring in trout and say, Uncle, take that trout. If I had the moment, I'd give me the trout. I put it. It's not about trout. Come on, go and share the power of God, how God has helped you. Go and tell your friend, the day you came and you encountered God and you heard the message and the message transformed you, go and tell the world. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them and then bring them. You want to see the light, then you can follow me to fellowship. Come. 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 In conclusion, without him, you can do nothing. Without him, you can do nothing. Without God, you can do nothing. Now, it is very possible for you to think that, ah, but there are people that don't know God. Ah, they are doing well. We have Davido, we have Mobad, who passed on of recent. We have, who else again? more. You know them. We have them. There's possibility for you to begin to ask those questions. And then the Holy Spirit, he has answer in Psalm chapter 73. And then let me read this and then bring this to a close and then we pray. In Psalm chapter 73 from verse 2 73 2 it said, as for me my feet were almost gone. My steps at where nigh what slept look up verse 3 for i was envious at the foolish you know we envy them how many of you know that we envy them at times that's true we envy them look at the, oh, what? look at the look at the follower this guy a lot of follower on instagram how ah, plenty follow we envy them when you see them on stage and then you know one of them went to nba to perform the first thing he did was to first of all climb the, he climbed the uh, whatever that they put together there at the NBA conference. I thought these people are learned people. So I thought we envy all of this. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, verse 4, for there are no bands in their death, but in their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men. 
As some rich men, they are not what? They are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. They don't have disease. In fact, they have standby doctor. They have doctors. In fact, anything that happens to them, they fly them out of the country. Keep reading, you know. No, somebody is learning. Therefore, pride compasses them about as a chain. Violence covers them as a garment. You know, some of these demonic politicians. We have good politicians and then we have the other side. Their eyes stand out with fatness and they have more than heart could wish. They have plenty. One of the guys, he did a video of all the cars that he has in his head. He begins to wonder where he's taking them to. Verse 8. They are corrupt and they speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak lovely. Verse 9, can we read it together? Let me be sure we are following. Verse 9, can we read it together? They set their mouth against the heavens. Their tongues walk through the earth. Hmm. Verse 10, therefore, his people return either, and, water, and waters of a full cup are wrung out of them. Now, let's go straight to verse 17. Verse 17, God bless you. Verse 17. So I began to wonder, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood high. They are what? Their head. It is not the beginning that matters. Till I understood their hand. Surely, verse 18, thou didst set them in slippery places, thou catches them down. Into what? Into destruction. Verse 19, how are they brought into desolation? As in a moment. They are what? Utterly consumed with terror. May you not be consumed. May you not be consumed. I'd like you to bow down your heads. This song is not only for those who want to give their life to Jesus. It's just to tell God that Father, I lay it all down. Unto Jesus, I surrender all to Him. I free again. Yes, Lord. I, I will have our love and trust in His presence daily. Oh, surrender. I'd like you to sing that song genuinely. If you have to go, let your heart be humbled. If you have to go on your knee, if you have to prostrate, that Father, nothing will ever take me away from your presence, no matter how it is. Lord, I make allegiance unto you. Oh, to thee, Bless, blessed Savior, I surrender. Oh, surrender, oh, so, if you are here, you would like to reattach to the source. You want to come back to Jesus. You want to rededicate. I'd like you to stand up boldly. I would like to join my hands with your hands and that you receive from common grace. Please come to the altar. Excuse yourself. I would like to pray with you very quickly. You are here. 
I'm going to count from one to five. You want to rededicate your heart. You want to go back to the source. You want to say, Lord, I'm so sorry for the life that I've lived. Don't be ashamed. Come out boldly. I want to start counting. One. Two. Please keep singing that song. Please come. Please come. God bless you, my brother. I just want to join my hands with your hands. That Jesus may pour grace upon your life. And that you may begin to operate on a new level of grace. Please come, please come, please come. I surrender all. I surrender all, Jesus. All unto thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender. The second category you are here this morning is as if you have hit the brick wall. Listen carefully. That's the way the Holy Spirit laid upon my heart. You are confused. Things are not working. You have tried your best. The Lord wants to help you. So come very quickly. If you are many, I will pray for all of you. If you are not, I will just touch your hands. So step out. You have gotten to a point in your life that you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. You have gotten to a point where <laughs> you can't explain what is going on. Come at the altar and then you stay at the right hand here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you belong to that category. Surrender, oh Jesus. Jesus, thank you. I will ever love, love and The people in front, please come, please come closer. We join our hands together. I ask for the upturning of the grace of God upon your lives. Your God is not an author of confusion. And I come today to pronounce blessings upon your life. Everywhere that the road is blocked, let there be open door. For every confusion, let there be so called. I declare help that you need. They begin to locate you. I decree by the power of the Holy Spirit, even in seven days, let them begin to manifest. You will move forward you will advance 
whatever constitute roadblock let them be eliminated from your path go and prosper go and make progress go and succeed go and shine the light go and become fruitful in the name of god the father and of the son and of the holy spirit i bring your hands and just shake you